The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Hey, welcome in pro wrestling fans to a weekend edition of Busted Open Podcast. Got the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, along for the ride today. And on the Saturday edition, we dive headfirst into Friday night. And a returning legend showing up on Fox. That's right. Lita returns to pro wrestling. For how long? We give our thoughts on inside this edition here on Busted Open. Also, would it be a Saturday edition of Busted Open if we didn't give you weekly winner for the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling? Might be a surprise in store for y'all listeners there as you check out this episode. And also, finally, on this episode, we talk about the return of one John Moxley. The date has been announced, and Mox is returning to the Squared Circle. All that and more on this edition of Busted Open Podcast Edition. All you got to do is sit back, relax, click play. Let's get it going. Busted Open on a Saturday. Man, lover or hater, but you got to respect the Queen Charlotte Flair. You put a microphone in that woman's hand, and she is Fuego Mark Henry. I love Lita. We're going to talk about the return of Lita. We're going to talk about potential future championship aspirations, you know, one and done and all of that. But I am starting by talking about the uh, magic that Charlotte Flair holds in her hands. A lot of people consider her the best of all time. I am one of them. Last night was another reason why that woman is a license to print money. She is a wing clipper. There are a lot of bees around the beehive, but there's only one queen bee, and Charlotte Flair is that queen. And she'll challenge anybody in the ring with a, in a match, any style of match. And if she just stands across from you with a microphone, we'll eviscerate you with the microphone. Six feet under. No <laughs> weakness. <laughs> None. If if she was to change her gimmick from the queen, she she just would call herself I, I, I'm I'm complete. I have no weakness. And anybody that dares to think they can find one, the ring is right there. 
put my music on, I'm walking that direction. Bring it. Uh, who? Who? I'm waiting. I'm always waiting on somebody. Yeah. Everybody that comes back from the past, back to retirement. Everybody that's in the ring now that are uh, outstanding talents that the fans get behind, that everybody loves, she gets in the ring, clip those wings. She clip them. Charlotte Flair, man, the greatest of all time. It's crazy to think about because this is an era that features Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch. I mean, listen, the list goes on and on and on. There are incredibly talented women uh, and men doing their thing, but few. Like in terms of, like you said, eviscerating people on a microphone. And it's, it's not just the words she says, man. It's the way she delivers it. It's the pauses. It's the belief in her voice. She is the queen. She does eviscerate you on the mic because, it, I mean, you can speak to this obviously more than I can. I don't know the woman. Uh, probably because she believes it, Mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. She knows how good <laughs> she is. Yeah. Anybody yeah. that's ever been great at anything, the one thing that they know is themselves. Charlotte knows when she's holding back. Don't think for one second that she don't have to dummy down sometimes. There are times where if if Charlotte goes full bore, she's going to eat them up, make them look bad. She got to dial it back, man, just to make it look interesting. Too much ammo in the clip. <laughs> Man, she got an arsenal of weapons. She got weapons that they don't even know about. She got plasma guns. She got like <laughs> she got stuff that even that, that people don't even know has been created yet. She got ion uh, photon blasters. Like she got it. the blasters like like old girl from Black Panther. The double gun, lion head guns. She got everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she does have everything. She is a complete package. She is the queen. But one person, one test that has eluded her is the returning Lita. The legend herself last night. Obviously, the nation just heard uh, a little bit there from Charlotte Flair uh, spitting some uh, spitting some bars there at Lita, making Lita feel a certain way. But, 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 Mark, before Charlotte came out to interrupt Lita, because Lita was in the ring first, she had some interesting things to say and, and might have uh, uh, given a little bit of a window into the future of the returning legend. Yes, we know Lita is showing up at Royal Rumble. She will be an entrant into the 30 women over the battle, over the top rope, excuse me, uh, classic that we're all accustomed to, but that may not be it for Lita. Check out what Lita had to say last night on Friday Night SmackDown before Charlotte interrupted her. I did not have the opportunity to compete in the Royal Rumble match when I was competing. We didn't have one, but now we do. And I don't know about you guys, but I think I've got one run left in me. Now, listen, Mark, I don't know if that is just uh, 
to get people enticed about her return to the Royal Rumble. Uh, I don't know exactly what the plans are, but with the fact that Charlotte came out, we saw the end of that confrontation between Charlotte and Lita end with the twist of fate. Like, uh, I... I mean, Lita looks like a million bucks. Lita's always looked great. Uh, it, I mean, she looks like she's in ring ready shape. I could see another run for Lita. I would love to see it. Uh, we're seeing it with Mickey James and how great she is at Impact. These ladies have plenty left to give. And unfortunately, which seems so often is the case with the women, and the same thing happens in Hollywood when they reach, you know, their late 30s or early 40s because it's, you know, so much is put on, you know, age and beauty in, in in, 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 in the entertainment business, especially in pro wrestling, um, it it's sad because these women have shown that not only are they still as sexy and beautiful and, and entertaining as they've ever been, their work rate and their ability to put on compelling stories inside the ring is ample. Lita is one of the greatest storytellers of all time. I would love to see another proper run from her before she uh, calls it quits. Do you think she's got it in her, Mark? But for how long? Is the question. How long can a talent that has been on the shelf for multiple years, uh, if not a a half a decade, come Mm -hmm. back and be able to produce over time? That's what I said about um, uh, just recently uh, about the – you know, people like Antonio Brown, like the football player. Yeah, okay. they they good in spurts, but they're not they're not going to be able to really do it for the entire season. Be the bell cow for and and Lita is that she cannot <clears throat> at her age and at my age uh, go out there and 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 do it for a long period of time now. You can go out there once and be as good as you ever was. But you're going to need about a week, two weeks to recuperate. <laughs> okay. And I, I feel you on that. And that's and that's a, a valid point. But if Bill Goldberg can get the juice and have his sort of legacy push and get a belt and have a nice little story told and, you know, do it with his kid and have – like, listen – I think you can manage Lita in the same way. She is a legend. People care about her. We feel attached to her. Um, Point I don't well think taken. she got a proper. Pro, I, I don't think she's got a proper final salvo, right? So you protect her. You use her in special spots. You obviously do a little bit more mic work than in ring work, and then you get what four or five, you know, solid matches out of her. As hopefully she has a feud with Charlotte Flair. Shit, sign me up. Sign, sign up. Okay. Well, it, it, if you say that you can do it, then go ahead. Let's let's go. Uh, <laughs> well, not I'm, me. I'm, I can't do shit. I just I just sit no, here no. Well, mouth. you know, I mean, I mean her. <laughs> I know. No, but uh, hey, one thing you can't deny, man. She looked like a million bucks. I know we saw her a few years ago. Um, you know, and she looked good, but this this looked like a different Lita in terms of just the tightness, in terms of her muscle definition. Like it looked like she had been putting in some work. Yeah, I think she has been in the gym, and her body's feeling good. And she's like, you know what? Yep. I ain't letting these young girls run me. Let me get out here and show them what time it is. You know what, man? That's great. If she's feeling strong and feeling uh, really good physically, and this is the best she felt in a while, then maybe it's, it's a good time. 
Like I said, hey, only you, know, you know you. Right. That's true. And we haven't really heard from Lita. She hasn't been doing the uh, the uh, media rounds in terms of promoting or anything. So we haven't got to, you know, really pick her brain and, um, you know, get her thoughts on what the future holds in terms of any sort of lengthy return. But I will say this. Now, this is speculation. This hasn't been confirmed by anyone, but um, sources are saying, and this is, you know, fairly reliable sources, that Lita was in talks with AEW uh, for a potential AEW spot before her WWE return. Now, that lends credence to me, at least, and makes me think that she does want a final proper run here, that it isn't just a one-and-done showing up at the Royal Rumble, getting her pop, and then going somewhere else, um, because if that were the case... Why would she have been in talks with AEW? You know what I mean? I think Lita wants to end her career inside the ring with a couple spectacular matches. Uh, So when I hear that news about AEW, that kind of makes me think that this is going to be more than a one and done and more than just a Royal Rumble appearance, Mark. Yeah, I think so. And if she's having talks with AEW, then they like, nah, we don't want that. And they're, they're going to do what it, whatever they can to in, keep in that terms from of happening. the WWE. In terms of yes. the WWE, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Lita is not. Uh, you don't want her going anywhere, <laughs> especially, especially. I don't even think about this, especially with Jeff Hardy. Uh, you know, there's obviously pontifications talks of Jeff Hardy return uh, re- reuniting with his brother. You could see a Hardy boys uh, potentially reunion with Lita at a different company. Yeah. I'm sure that was something that uh, Vince would uh, try to avoid, but nonetheless, excuse me here. <laughs> nonetheless, Lita is back looking like a million bucks and uh, well, you can't deny the back and forth that she had with Charlotte last night. What do you think about the return of Lita Nation? 877-344-4893. Do you feel like it's a one-off, or do you think that uh, old Lita's got another run left in her? We'll be talking to you later as this hour continues, but we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got some big news in the world of professional wrestling. It concerns AEW. It concerns GCW. It should concern everybody in the pro wrestling wrestling world why well john moxley's back and violence has returned to the business we'll talk about it with the world's strongest man when we come back here on a saturday we are busting open the best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get it's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when mint mobile has phone plans for 15 dollars a month when you purchase a three-month plan it's time to switch to mint mobile all plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5g network ditch overpriced wireless with mint mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 
Hey, everyone. This is Kirk Morrison. This is Greg McElroy. And this is Nate Burleson. With the 2020 NFL season finally upon us, we're excited to announce three new NFL podcasts from SiriusXM. On Total Coverage, we'll explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. On Inside the Pocket, we will go under the helmet for all the quarterbacks in the NFL. And on 17 Weeks, Jamal Adams, Emmanuel Sanders, and Eric Ebron will discuss the latest NFL stories straight from the locker room. New episodes of all three podcasts will be available every week on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. We got a return to talk about in the pro wrestling world. John Moxley news coming down last night via the Twitters. The date is January 23rd. That's a Friday night. John Moxley making his return to the squared circle, not in an AEW ring, which I do find a little interesting. But as we know, Moxley, uh, GCW staple now, had his little run in with uh, Nick Gage here in uh, Vegas. Then he got, uh, uh, you know, Cardona. Now, obviously, this match that is happening for uh, Moxley's return on the 23rd, GC t- D- excuse me, GCW title on the line against Homicide. Violence is in the air, Mark Henry, and Mox has returned to the professional wrestling world. What did you think about the news coming down last night? You know, I was very happy to hear that because it, it told me a couple of things. One, that he's uh, back working and that he very likely is out of rehab. And I I just, I'm happy for him on all counts. Uh, And I'm hoping that, you know, he's got a lot of clarity and understanding of where his life is going and who he's working for. And um, I think that we'll see an even better uh, Moxley. Yeah, that. That's always like, I mean, we've seen it at different points. Um, We don't always know why folks go away. We knew in some cases in the 90s, if you read the dirt sheets and you kept up with the behind the scenes uh, news, you know, um, guys like Shawn Michaels losing his smile, Um, you know, infamous uh, you know instances throughout the history of the business where folks have had to go away for mental health reasons, uh, rehab, stuff like that. the return is sometimes better than the initial run, right? There's an added layer of character there. There's some realism to the story. And in some cases, as we talk about the the workers, not that John Moxley needed it because he's one of the you know best wrestlers in the world today, there's a sort of a reinvigoration of the character. Um, and I could see that happening with Moxley. Well, I, I think the biggest thing is the emotional connection. Yes. That the fans feel like, him I know more about him like I care about them as a person and as a wrestler and when you get that man you got you can write your ticket um we already love Moxley he is yep. as tough as they come um we know that he's married to Renee Paquette but and he's got a new baby but we, you don't know kind of what goes on at people's house. And you kind of sense that him going to rehab, stuff might affect at home. So now we care about their success. We care about them as a family being okay. Yeah. So emotionally, we want to see Moxley do well. 
Well, there's a there's a vulnerability and an honesty too, right? Like, I mean, Moxley went to rehab the day his book dropped. Great book, by the way, uh, for anyone who hasn't read awesome it. Awesome book. Um, which which we talk about the vulnerability. He's vulnerable in that book. He opens up. You find out more about the human being, and in one of the things in the book, you know, addiction, substance abuse. You know, the the realism of a, a of essentially a poor kid growing up in the Midwest during the '90s, right? I think there's a lot of us. Uh, that can relate to that. And when you talk about addiction, you talk about, uh, 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 you know, the struggle of that, whether it be pills, alcoholism, cocaine, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's an epidemic in America. So, um, yeah, I mean, not just an epidemic in America, it's an epidemic around the world. So the vulnerability and the honesty that Moxley has shown with this journey, and we haven't even got the full window into it, right? Maybe he uses that when he comes back. Maybe he talks about it. Maybe he doesn't. It doesn't matter. But the the humanity of John Moxley, I think, is one of his strongest uh, character points, and it's only growing. And I think that's a great point you bring up, Mark, because, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a universal sort of commonality there. And, uh uh, something that almost almost every American, when I talk about addiction, um, you know, substance abuse, whatever the case may be, case may be, just about every American household, every American family is tied to that epidemic in some uh, shape, form, or fashion. Yeah, you uh, you you want to make sure that you're doing everything for the right reason, and that takes a bit of the sting off. Because usually when people are self-medicating, regardless of what it is, something is awry. Something's not right. And sometimes you need counseling. You need somebody to say, hey, well, we know why, we know you're doing something, but why are you doing it? You know, and you eliminate the negative and you accentuate all your positives. And I would think that the number one positive is that baby and his wife and a new house. And all of those things are the positives. Now let's push those upward and we say that don't that that won't work well with this going on. This right here. You have to eliminate. Mm-hmm. And then all of this will be great. And I, I hope that he was able to find out that uh, whether it's anxiety, whether it's uh, fellowship with the boys. I used to love hanging out with the boys at the bar. I never drank, but I used to hang out at the bar anyway. All right. Maybe you don't hang out at the with the boys at the bar no more. You know, like. Maybe you change. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna drink, guys. But we we can go outside and smoke a cigar and talk and fellowship. Like you just got to change stuff. And um, there's some. There's a lot of things that I did in my youth that, man, I just don't do no more. You know. I mean, it was fun when it was that season for it, but. Life is a, 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 you know, life is life has seasons, and you know the season for some of the foolishness, you know, just had to let it go, and I hope that he's been able to do the same. Uh, Agreed, one hundred percent. Now that you talk about newness, you talk about 
characters. We're talking about John Moxley, obviously the return of John Moxley. Um, the company that John Moxley is returning to is not the same company that he left. Now, I know John's returning on uh, January 23rd, GCW, uh, the world on GCW. That's going to be at the Hammer, uh, the Hammerstein out there uh, on the East Coast. But uh, obviously the elephant in the room, AEW, and not just AEW. Obviously, John, former AEW world champion. But when he returns, uh, Adam Cole, <laughs> a man he knows Brian Danielson, a man he knows very well. CM Punk, a man he knows very, very well. This is an entirely different company. That has got to be exciting for John Moxley. Yes, it's going to be exciting to come back and be reinvigorated. You got the break. You, you went to rehab, all that. But then again, the talent you're working with now, the possibilities of the storytelling, uh, that's got to light a fire under his ass. Yeah, man, the Bobby Fishers, the, I mean, you 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 name about five or six more people, um, mm -hmm. but I, I I think that Moxley is gonna he's gonna fall in just right because there's checks and balances that uh, that's gonna have to be made. We're gonna find out what some people are made of when Moxley gets back because he takes no lames. Like you got to bring your A game. Uh, or you're going to get the hell beat out of you. And I, I look forward to him returning, man. He just adds the element at AEW that, you know, when him gone, uh, there's a void. Is there a uh, – I mean, obviously he's got his relationship with Eddie Kingston, and, and that was kind of, you know, being played with before he left. Uh, who would you like to see John mix it up with when he first uh, steps back into the AEW ring? Do you got anyone – that uh, jumps off the page at you? Well, I mean, he's had his issues with, you know, with the murder hawk. And uh, That's I, true. I, I see him coming back and being more of the same, the, the ass kicker. The, uh, he needs somebody that is a staple on the show. But that's not had the right dance partner, and there there's some guys that you know that have elevated themselves since he was gone. You know, there's the the Will Hobbs of the world that mm -hmm. has elevated him. Sammy Guevara has elevated himself. Dante Martin has elevated himself. Wardlow has elevated himself. Uh, there there's multiple. Uh, guys that I feel like would be a great uh, adversary. I, I think I, I really think that Ricky Starks is a guy that uh, is tailor made for uh, a guy like Moxley. I would like that. Let me. What about this? What about this? I just want to get your thoughts on it. It's a man right now in uh, AEW that a lot of folks have an opinion on. The crowd reactions. Uh, or a big topic of conversation with this man. He is uh, maybe not viewed as the most authentic character. I don't know. I, I, I don't really know exactly what everyone feels about him. Of course, I'm talking about Cody Rhodes, the TNT champion. Um, boy, 
Moxley has a way of bringing realism to any feud that he's in. I feel like Cody Rhodes, there is something happening with Cody in the ether of the professional wrestling world. Uh, Moxley could bring some truth there, some truth bombs to Cody. I, I, I just, I don't know why a feud with them going six weeks, eight weeks, and what they could get out of one another. What do you think about a Cody Rhodes Moxley showdown? I, I think that would be great because <laughs> Cody did just go through a burning table. Eh? And you know what? If you still you don't dip your toe in that water, you might as well stay in. <laughs> That's and right. Moxley you're already here. swims well in those waters. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well said. Well, time will tell. But one thing we do know and one thing we can't agree on, no shortage of amazing stories being waiting to be told when Moxley makes his return to AEW. I know the locker room's looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it. The fans are looking forward to it. Um, the pro wrestling world just got a whole lot more violent, and we are f- here for it. Speaking of uh, violence in the pro wrestling world, just real quick, I didn't plan on talking about this. I was scheduled to go to break, but I bring up violence. Brody King, baby. Let's get it. Wow. I just, I just, I just, I just had to mention that real quick. Let's go. And, and I'm going to tell you, um, <laughs> Malachi Black, you know, like yep. there's another one. Like, there's, man, there's so much talent, man. There's so many options. There's so many possibilities. Like, <laughs> oh. old school. <laughs> yeah, had to go old school on them. But that's, I like it. that's, that's I like definitely it. it, man. There's, there's a lot of options, and that's a good thing. Hey, everyone, this is former NFL linebacker and current SiriusXM NFL radio host, Kirk Morrison. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities. Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? If you ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. So many activities. Yeah, that's right. Saturday. I'm Ryan. That's Mark. Start of hour three. It's weekly winner time. And Mark, we start weekly winner as we do every Saturday. We begin on a Monday looking back at Monday Night Raw. And listen, there were some things I really disliked about the week. Namely, Big E taking a pin, right? Uh, Kofi Kingston taking an L. And Bobby Lashley getting dressed down on a Monday night. But in terms of Monday Night Raw, Brock Lesnar, the comedic uh, sort of uh, acumen that he's been showing with uh, Paul Heyman, I enjoyed it. I, I understand why he didn't like the Bobby Lashley and the way the way he kind of looked uh, weak in that segment. But you got the AJ Styles match. You got uh, the Tag Team Championship uh, change that happened with the Alpha Academy and RK Bro. That he had that main event with the triple, uh, uh, the triple threat for the number one contender with Dewdrop taking the the victory. Um, there was a lot to like about Monday Night. It was one of the better Monday Night Raws. Biggie, or excuse me, um, not Biggie, um, Bobby Lashley. Stuff aside, the entire three hour show I actually thought played pretty well. 
I, I thought the same thing. Uh, the the Bobby Lashley Brock Lesnar thing put a damper on the show for me, but like I get it. Uh, it was it was quality entertainment. Like you know, when you say sports entertainment, that was a that was a really good sports entertainment show. Uh, wrestling wise, we were disappointed, especially with uh, the finish of Big E getting beat. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what, man? Even that aside, I still think that show was good, and it was. You know, it's it, it was it's hard to you know cast judgment when you see. And I had people reaching out to me. What did you think about um, Otis? Uh, using the world's strongest slam. Otis has been using the world's strongest slam. I thought it was smart that they used the world's strongest slam because Randy has been beat by the world's strongest slam before. I would say he's lost. He's and lost it, that. It made before. sense. Like yep. my my objection to people using the world's strongest slam is if they some they allow somebody to kick out of it because it's a, one of the most devastating moves in pro wrestling. And why would you? Do, it's like the, Oh my God! You 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 could prostitute a move and make it seem like it's not what it really is, but um, I was just happy that they used it in a positive light. That I would completely understand. What about the fact, though, Orton, um, you know, going down that way with Riddle, RK Bro, obviously a, a, a super popular tag team, one of the more enjoyable parts of Monday night. Alpha Academy, you know, taking the titles off of them. We love Otis. You know, I'm a big fan of Gable. I I just, I I don't know if the story was there to, to take them off that way, right? I felt like there could have been more done with it. And uh, uh, what was your thoughts on that, the way it happened, the way that story played out? You know what, man? Like, it's six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Like, you can Fair do enough. it with all yeah. the bells and whistles, or you could do it to where it can switch hands again quickly. And I think that um, they protected them. Wouldn't have been my favorite way to do it. But nonetheless, I, I think it's going to change hands again pretty quickly. Okay. All right. So we moved from Monday into Tuesday where there was actually a little bit of uh, 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 synergy there as Grayson Waller showed up on Monday night and attacked AJ Styles. So AJ Styles shows up on NXT on a Tuesday and takes out Grayson Waller. That was the main event, Styles and Waller. And overall, a pretty solid show as we get to, uh, you know, get more familiar with this new crop to NXT 2.0. Uh, talent, the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, the qualifying uh, uh, kicked off. So there was uh, there were some good parts of NXT. What would you think about the show overall, Mark? Man, I thought overall it was a good show. Um, yeah. Anytime I get Cameron Grimes, I'm I'm you know I'm happy as a, a pig in slop. Um, the uh, the only thing that I thought was kind of a disconnect uh, was the crowbar on the pole. Like, I mean, damn, a crowbar on a pole. I mean, <laughs> what, the clo- coal miner's glove was was uh, I'm, I'm, on vacation? I'm wearing my uh, Pete Dunn shirt, my bruiserweight shirt today in, 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 uh, in uh, solidarity with uh, one of the best wrestlers on the planet, Pete Dunn. 
Yes, he is. And the match was fine. Yeah. I just don't like the it crowbar. I mean, if it was yeah. a, um, a baseball bat on a pole, it would have been better than a crowbar. Like, you hit somebody with a crowbar, you're going to kill them. You know, like, do stuff Cafe, that bro. is – <laughs> do stuff is that's that's feasible. I mean, yeah. you might as well have had an ice pick on a pole match. You are gonna stab him with an ice pick? It's the same. The pole. <laughs> Chainsaw, yeah. <laughs> Hanzo, pole. Hanzo the Art, sword. The Art Anderson, the Art Anderson special. <laughs> forty-five. Right, so that was forty-five that, ACP <laughs> on a pole match. <laughs> Uh, we move on to Wednesday we move on to Wednesday Mark and Wednesday has been um, dominant to say the least with weekly winner and I'll tell you what it was a good show it was I enjoyed dynamite as I tend to do on every Wednesday but I thought like I thought I honestly believe that that it left a little bit open in terms of the rest of the show normally when we come on here Dynamite, at least for the last few weeks, has been the A show. It's been the most enjoyable show. It was another good show, but I felt for the first time in quite some time, Dynamite had some serious competition. I don't know if it was lack of Brian Danielson uh, at Page, not necessarily the largest spot. Great match that kicked off. Um, the show with CM Punk and Wardlow. I love the callback to uh, to uh, Bret Hart. Um, and I believe it was what? What did the, it was a uh, Bret Hart and Diesel? No, it, uh, either way, it was a uh, it was a uh, um, CM Punk paying homage to uh, Bret Hart. It was a really enjoyable opener. I liked the closer with Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. Plenty of good stuff in between. It was another really good show on Wednesday from AEW. It was it was the best wrestling show of the week. Yeah, I thought the best entertainment. Uh, might have been uh, Monday. Um, The best wrestling show, I mean, CM Punk and Wardlow to start that off was a hell of a match. It had a lot of entertainment value to it. But Dante Martin and Powerhouse Hobbs, the way they started it, the way that they went through it, the way that they finished, hell of a match. And it appears by Jay Lethal. Yes. Always and, love that. And worth the price of admission just in itself. Uh, Serena D, man, I have to say that she may be the best student that Rip Rogers ever coached. That's and that's saying a lot because yeah. Cena came through there. Orton came through there. My Myself went through training with Rip. Like, Serena D, man, she has the best gear change in pro wrestling by far. There is nobody that turns it up. I would say work like rate, Serena not gear. D. I would say work rate, rate not gear. Work not gear. rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, yeah. I got you. Her ability to get heat on you, mm-hmm. get a cover, you kick out of her cover, she will beat the living shit out of you after that. She will put you in jeopardy, and then she'll stand over you. And then she'll try to cover you again. You kick out, she's going to do more to you. It's like she, her and Sheeta, uh, I, I'm, I can't wait to see what's next. 
Like, it leads me to want to see more. They never leave you where you go, all right, I'm done with that. Like, you want to see what's going to happen next. Um, Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia, hell of a wrestling match, man. Which you knew. I mean, they, when you saw you, that you on knew paper. That was gonna you knew that was going to be on were, paper. Yeah, yeah, you knew that was going to deliver. And, I mean, Sammy just throws his body around with reckless abandon, man. And Daniel Garcia, in kind, did the same. Like, they, they, they raised the level for each one of them. I, I would love to see them wrestle again next week, just back to I back. Would, like, hey, I let's run this back. Yep. Let's run this back complain. because I don't yep. think you can beat me twice. Yep. So another great showing on Wednesday. Um, I'm going to be honest though with you, Mark. We talk plenty about Friday, so uh, I think folks know how we feel about that. My weekly winner does not sit on Friday, not Rampage, not uh, SmackDown. Two good shows. I thought the best show of the week came on Thursday, Mark. On my weekly winner. My, my, yep. I just with the what is happening with Ring of Honor, we don't obviously we don't know exactly what's happening, but we know belts are being defended on other companies. We're having invasions. There's curiosity there. Perazzo and Roxy was an absolute banger. I love Masha Slamovich, Laredo Kid, and Chris Bay kicking off the show. You know how much I love Chris Bay, right? Laredo Kid is obviously his resume speaks for itself. I don't know if it's just the curiosity, the freshness of what's happening. D-Lo with ROH, yep, I, all of it, the entire package. I thought top to bottom, front to back, just matches, entertainment factor. I thought for it all, I genuinely thought Impact on Thursday night had the best show of the week. Bro, Dave and I talked about this yesterday. Yeah. And I said, I can't say what I'm thinking because we <laughs> actually do a show where we right. pit all the shows against each other. And I, I wait until and I'm I'm gonna have to agree. Like impact, damn it. Do that every what? week. Preach. They had me fired up. Yep. It was a good and, head show. And, and and you know what? They set up next week pretty damn good. I wanna see what's gonna happen with Charlie Hawks. I want to see yep. what's going to happen. Um, um, God, why am I drawing a blank now? Um, Bennett? What are we talking? Oh, shit. Made me cuss. Um, <laughs> no, getting you to cuss ain't the hard part. We're still waiting on Ariel, super producer extraordinaire. She's going to drop Ariel one. Simpson She's going to drop one. Well, I mean. Hopefully but, one but day, the, but uh, you know to yeah, see to the, the the yeah. ROH championship um, defended next week, you know that's going to be a good match, and they set it up right. They set it up like well, they did in the old days. Exactly. It's the unknowns. It's the curiosity. It's what keeps you leading in to the next week. That's not to say, listen, every show's got. I want to see it's, what's going to happen on Impact. You hear what I'm saying? That but, when, but I think when that, was the last time we did that? Probably months. within uh, maybe six months. Yeah, I mean it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Probably so they since did the a Christian good job, stuff. and they deserve yeah, the, to be yeah. the weekly winner. Not oh, just no off the fact that they had a good show, but because 
they set up next week as well. So the surprises, hey, the matches, the, the entire package. You're yeah, not first, that is a uh, big salute. <laughs> that, hey, that's what would you say? Say it again. Say it again. I said, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> and that's right. That's right. Impact got my weekly one. Moose. I mean, you just go down. Look, look at Morrissey. Morrissey showed up looking like Thor. Looked like a million bucks. Everything about that man. I'm, let me stop. And they don't, to they your don't point, think I'm on the payroll. It was or the. It's, you know, they, they always think you're on the payroll. No matter what company you're with, when you were with WWE picking I'm WWE for weekly winners, uh, you're good. Oh, it's or your AEW. Oh, he's only picking AEW. We are wrestling fans. We are wrestling fans. This man across from me pulled an all-nighter two years ago to stay up all night and watch Wrestle Kingdom so we could come up here on a Saturday and react to it live. Y'all are crazy. And it just and so happens that, it. yeah. Watch the replay. Yeah, there you go. And see if there I'm lying go. or see if I'm, I'm, I'm picking favorites. <laughs> That's You know, I'm always picking go. favorites, Ryan. Mm-hmm. I'm horrible. Well, our being. favorite, and, th- and I do find it a little bit interesting. This is... This is no BS. This is put, taking you behind the curtain. We did not discuss this beforehand. Uh, I did not know, Mark. You Vouch for me. Did we talk about this before we did this? We did not. We didn't talk about Wicked Winner at all. We never do because we, we wanted never, to true. come across do. organically. Yeah. And the only yeah. way that we can do it to where it's real, like what we're getting right now, is if we don't yeah. pre-talk about it. Yep. So, salute to Impact. That is a – it was a great show. It left you wanting more. And I do think there's a lot uh, going on with – I think that played into it with Ring of Honor and the questions surrounding that. If you're a pro wrestling fan, you couldn't not love uh, Thursday night and what Impact brought. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Producers are very own diva Gabby Laspisa and Andre Viola. Sound designed by Neri Bayon. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, Steve Cohen and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.